0: And I actually think that we can achieve and we can be far more productive in our days when we come to things from a space of calm.
1: Welcome to another fabulous episode with an amazing guest here on Real Fabulous Marketing. This week, I'm chatting to Katie Jane, and she is a qualified nutritionist, naturopath, counselor, meditation teacher, and holistic therapist. She's not just an advocate, but a fierce advocate for calm. And she supports women as they go through change, uncertainty, and transitions. Katie has written a delightful book called Calm, which has sold copies all around the world, and she has a podcast called A Well-Being, but she tells me she's also now starting a second because she is uh, definitely a high achiever. Uh, I met Katie through an online coaching program two years ago, but because she's based in Melbourne and everything that has happened over the past two years... From bushfires to pandemics, we have never met in person, even though I consider her to be a good friend. Welcome to the show, Katie. Thank you. It's such a joy to be here. That's a beautiful intro. (laughs) Hey, I I want to start off with uh, the fact that you do have a number of titles. Like, there's not too many people who can lay claim to so many different degrees and qualifications. I'd love to know, like, what has made you keep on learning?
0: Oh, that's a great question to start with, isn't it? Yes. I'm, I would say that I'm a multi-passionate person. Yeah. And a continual learner. I just love to have knowledge for new things, I think. And always, like, curious and interested about things for myself that are going to support myself. Um, And then, yeah, just as a flow on from that, I guess, always just really interested in staying to stay in touch with new research, um, new modalities and therapies that become available and just all ways that I can, I know to support my clients. It just feels really important to me to always keep learning and to keep knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah
1: isn't that interesting that we often like go to things that we want to learn for ourselves first so what was the first qualification or degree that you got
0: oh gosh we're going a long 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 way back um my law life didn't it didn't last for very long but then that's right you were a lawyer too i forgot about that one (laughs) long 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 time ago but um yeah, psychology really, and then the other things grew from there. So, um, yeah, that was my first, my first, you know, passion and career, I guess. And then from that, I added on with um, nutrition and naturopathy and other other skills and things from there. Mm,
1: you were a big advocate for supporting people. And um, I know that we had a chat on your Instagram a little while ago about mental health uh, for business owners.
0: Mm. Why
1: do you think that it's such a big issue, the mental health of these small business owners? I mean, we're told when we create our businesses that, you know, we're not going to have any problems because we're living the dream laptop lifestyle from a hammock on a tropical beach somewhere. But that's not really the truth, is it?
0: No, I think that that's just a complete myth that people just buy into. (laughs) I think it's really time to change that story around having your own business these days because I know there's also a lot of talk as well about passive income and I don't know that I believe that that's true because I think that anything takes hard work. Um, But I really think that especially in these times, I guess, that we're living through that Everything does take hard work. Having a business takes hard work. You know, we we talk about this laptop freedom lifestyle. It takes hard work to get to that place, to have a freedom lifestyle. (laughs) And I think that that's a bit of a myth and um, can actually create a lot of um, disappointment, um, extra pressure and expectation on people if that's what they're kind of buying into with their business and then it doesn't work out that way. So I don't know if that's really answered your question, but it's I guess they're all things that feed into it. When I think of I think of that and my response, um, I think a laptop a laptop lifestyle a laptop lifestyle is is manageable for so many people, but I think it takes everyone it takes hard work to get there. It's just what you choose to put your hard work into. I think, and also I believe it's incredibly essential, and even more so. To not just invest in in things to support our businesses, but to to really support and invest in ourselves. Because I don't think that our our businesses are separate to ourselves and our own well-being. If we want to have a successful and thriving business, I you know fundamentally know and believe that we have to know ways to support ourselves, and that includes investing in ourselves, in our emotional well-being, our mental health. Um, having ways that we can really care and flourish within ourselves for our businesses as well. So I see it all as one. I I don't see them as being separate. I see that it is um, essential to be looking at at it all as a whole operating together.
1: It's it's so true. I think there's so much emphasis put on like the money side of things or, you know, yes, I teach people about marketing, but if you're not feeling well or you're feeling overwhelmed and then you're going out and, you know, buying courses or joining coaching groups or that type of thing, but you're not actually looking after yourself from the inside, it's not really going to do anything, is it?
0: No, it's not, you know. I had a really interesting conversation with someone yesterday, which is actually really relevant to to this. And we were just having a conversation about all the lockdowns because I'm in Melbourne and she's also in Melbourne. She's a colleague of mine who I have been working with in the past. Um, But we were just talking about the the different things that people have been experiencing through lockdown here and also thinking about, well, what are some of the positives from lockdown and from, you know, we've been through. And she was just saying to me how one of the things that she found is that if it hadn't been for lockdown and for COVID, she probably would never herself have gone to see a psychologist or a therapist. Mm. And I really reflected on that and we were talking about that because that's fundamentally something that I think is so important is that it took... You know, I mean, she's pretty much um, a very optimistic sort of person anyway, but through, I mean, the challenges of lockdown last year, especially, I guess, here in Melbourne last year, were really difficult for all of us, no matter what industry we were working in. But it took for lockdown for her to say, okay, I'm going to go and talk to a therapist. And now that she looks back on that, she goes, I'm so grateful that I did that because seeing a psychologist and a therapist was the best thing I've ever done in my life. And I really reflect on that and think to myself that this just ties so much into what I was just saying about how fundamental it is to be supporting ourselves at that level of our being to really recognise that that's just so important um, for all parts of our lives, you know, and to build, I guess, you know, emotional resilience, I suppose, would be the word that I would use as well, which I think so many of us need in our own businesses, whatever level we're in moving forward through these times as well.
1: Mm, Totally. And I do think that, I mean, I wasn't in Melbourne and I, you know, admired your resilience through the lockdowns last year. It definitely caused people to look a bit more inwardly at what's going on for them and reassess their values. And we weren't spending so much time, like, I guess, chasing the dream of, oh, everything will be okay when I go on my holiday this year (laughs) because nobody went on a holiday last year. Um, But we had to look a little, little bit more internally. And I think as a... Yeah, I worked with a lot of businesses last year as well. And some people did enjoy that space that they found mm. during that time.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's the reality of what this time has been. And I, I keep coming back to this and I guess it's <laughs> someone said to me, Katie, that's your mantra. You always you say that. But I I just always just believe that everyone is having their own unique circumstance and experience through these times we are all having our own individual experiences through all of this uncertainty that's going on um, and yeah I just always come back to that that's I guess oh I support clients how oh, I support anyone that I that I talk to or my you know friends we can talk to one person who's living through an experience of this talk to another person who's living through an experience of of something else and someone else who's living through an experience of something completely different, you know. Um, It's just, yeah, it just comes back always to fundamentally, I guess, is part of something that's so close to my heart is understanding the truth of someone's own lived experience through whatever circumstance that is, yeah.
1: Mm, So true. Underlying all of that is your message of calm and like calm through uncertainty. So, how do you help people do that? Like, how can they start to bring it into their daily lives if it's they're feeling uncertain or going through all of these changes and they don't necessarily have the tools or the strategies or the ideas to support them?
0: Yeah, well, isn't that a beautiful question? <laughs> I I think that the first place to start is from a place of awareness within ourselves. So when we're feeling stressed and anxious, overwhelmed through these uncertain times, but all times of change and transition, which I think can bring up all their own uncertainties and unknowns is to come firstly to an awareness of this is what I'm feeling this is what's going on and this is what I can do for myself about this. (laughs) So that's one answer to it. The second is, well, how can I come in and help? And where I can come in and help is to support someone to firstly come to that awareness and then with all the modalities that I have with therapy, coaching, nutrition, naturopathy and teaching meditation, breath work, all other things that I bring in as part of that is to help somebody, support someone in their own ways that are right for them, Um, but to know and find ways within themselves and also have some therapeutic tools and resources and all kinds of practical ways that we can talk about as well, relevant to each person's life to feel more calm and ease. so And that can come through not only meditation and breath work and, and practices that we talk about like that. It can come through talking through things in a really supported and trusted and safe space in a compassionate way. And it can come through the foods we eat, <laughs> food is medicine, and the foods that we eat can actually, you know, contribute to us and a sense of inner calm as well. Um, the environment that we're in, um, the thoughts and behaviours that we have, um, the connections and relationships that we have, how we are in those, there's just a whole holistic approach, I guess. And um, yeah, a whole, you know, well-being approach, I like to say is how I can work with with someone and and help someone to find their own sense of ease and calm through whatever it is that they're they're living through and working through
1: I love that you make it sound like it's possible to feel that way even through the craziest or most uncertain of times
0: yeah it is possible and I do believe that very much so I think um well, I know for myself that it. Um, my passion comes from knowing what it's like to live through some very uncertain times and very chain, deep change in my own life through grief and loss and through living with a health condition of my own. So they're just examples of deep change that can um, bring a lot of uncertainty and unknown. And I remember times through that Um all the feelings and emotions that can come up through that of, you know, grief and loss and anxiety that I remember and really having times where I felt that it was impossible to imagine that I'd ever feel calm again. (laughs) So I was one of those those people who thought that even meditation would be impossible to do. Um, I came from a background of being a long distance runner as well, and that was part of my life that I had to to stop through illness at a time in my life. And um, I really understand when people come to me and say to me, Katie, um, as a high achiever and someone who, you know, is highly driven, highly motivated and really has never really had to or known ways to even begin to slow down or to begin to start to um, embrace self-care, I guess, as part of part of you know a a way of being as well which is something I'm passionate about but I understand this when people come to me because I used to be that person as well um, who used to say well I think it's impossible to feel calm I don't think that I can meditate I don't think that I can slow down I don't see I don't think that this is something that I can um, feel is possible in my life Um, but through years of practice and a lot of self-compassion, a lot of, I guess we call it the inner work, don't we, in self-development space. (laughs) A lot of the inner work that I've done, a lot of um, my own self-awareness and really, I guess, living and breathing what I believe and what I am so compassionate about supporting others with is such a big part of it as well. I know what it feels like to suffer. I know what it feels like to struggle through things in life. And I also know how empowering it is to um, be in a place where we can really feel that ease and calm is possible and to find and know a state of inner calm. I just know how much can open and flow and shift from this space. So that's why I'm so passionate about that.
1: (laughs) Yay. So good. And bring it back to marketing because you have a business and that's why I have this podcast is I'm really interested in interviewing women who are doing business their own way, because I think there's so many different ways we can run businesses these days. We have so many tools available to us, but have you found it easy or um natural to bring these different parts of you and your perspective across in your marketing have you struggled with that at times how has that work for you
0: yeah that's such a fascinating question i love your questions <laughs> ah yes i think at times i have because i'm wondering why that is um, It's interesting because I come from a background of, I worked in private practice for a long time and I had my own business and also a business that I co-owned with someone as well. And then when I transitioned into the online space, it felt really different. That was a transition in itself to go from working in a clinic and seeing clients face-to-face to then transitioning, you know, completely into an online business. And I I feel like I'm always transitioning with that as well. It's all a continual journey. Um, in terms of the marketing messages, um, yes, I do think it can be difficult at times. I think it's because there can be so many messages out there, can't there, that it can be quite, um, it's taken a while, I think, and I, th- I think that I'm um really quite comfortable and feeling much more self-assured and so more stable in my space and my my own place of ownership of my message i guess now but it's taken time and it's taken um a lot of really stepping away from comparing myself to anyone else i think that's been really important Um, and really just owning what I know and believe within myself and my own message and my vision and what it is that I, I believe in and know that I can support others with. Um, I do think that the messages that I talk about in terms of self-care, self-care being a natural way of being, um, supporting ourselves through finding and knowing our own inner calm and ease, um. And going back maybe to the whole mental health and emotional wellbeing as being important alongside business health as well, I think that that can be difficult at times because we still exist in a culture that seems to still glorify busy and seems to still talk a lot about and use the language of hustle, which is not language that I um, that's part of me at all. I tend to steer the other way as soon as I I hear language like that. Um, But I think we do still exist in in a culture that feels like we we have to be doing, doing, doing. We have to be switched on all the time. We have to be doing more. We have to be working more hours. Um, And I think for that reason, um, I guess the more calming, supportive, slowing down restful messaging can be a little bit more difficult to put out there you know because it i think it can take time for people to 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 want to even shift themselves into a space or to feel that is it possible to to run my business in the way in this way don't i have to keep pushing and working harder so yeah i think that probably answers some of what you've said
1: <laughs> well thank goodness you're bucking the trend because i think it is an important message and there's no reason why you yes we're totally fed this idea that you know hustle and you know busy and you got to do more and be more and all of that but it's like why isn't it possible to run a business that's calm i think we associate calm and relaxation possibly with not doing work because yeah. we think we associate it with You know, our Netflix on the couch, or yeah, yeah, not wanting to do any work for the day. When it sounds to me like you're talking about how you can do both, like work. Yeah,
0: that's actually really that's actually a beautiful question to ask Miranda because it really makes me think about the whole messaging of calm. Because you're right, I think many people think. Of when we use the words calm, we think of this Zen-like state, <laughs> or you know, being in complete relaxation. And perhaps for a lot of people, um, that will be mistaken as, well, I'll do nothing, or I'm being lazy, or I'm um yeah, a sense of lack, I guess. Mm. Whereas I see it as completely the opposite. So when I talk about um feeling calm, inner calm within calm as a way of being, a state a state that we, that we aspire to show up in our lives every day, in our businesses every day for me. Um, it's nothing to do with laziness. <laughs> it's actually, I think around the whole concept of less less can be more in so many ways. It's about doing things um, more more wisely, more discerningly when we know what's right and true for us um, i guess quality over quantity in many ways um, and i actually think that we can achieve and we can be far more productive in our days when we come to things from a space of calm and things flow much more naturally you know at times i think it's true things can be slower um, And it can, if if you're building a business, for instance, and you're coming to a place from wanting to set it up from a more calming space rather than a um, work, 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 hustle sort of culture, it can be a little bit slower to get your business off the ground and to get things flowing. But to me, I actually think that that's, you know, it should be be becoming more of a non-negotiable these days because the state of burnout and exhaustion that we're, that we're hearing of, that we're experiencing, um, is just over the scale at the moment. And um, here in Australia, you know, if we, here in Melbourne especially, I just, burnout is higher than it's ever it's ever been. So I think um, if there's ever a time for people to want to learn how to live their lives from a more calm state <laughs> and to... Um, look after themselves in that way to come to their lives in that way and then to have that flow on into their business now is the time to really be wanting to support yourself and to support your business from that space to avoid burnout to avoid exhaustion and to set and create your life in a way that is going to help you to thrive long term
1: Yes. I love that. But, and I've got another question Um, as I do. um, I'm sort of thinking like there might be some people listening to this who are not feeling calm right now. They want to throw this podcast, their phone in the bin because they're feeling so overwhelmed business life. Maybe they're in lockdown. Maybe they're educating their kids from home. Maybe they've got family issues. Maybe there's so much going on for them. What would you say to them if they were right here in front of you right now?
0: Mm. I'd say do one thing at a time. (laughs) The first thing I'd say is if this podcast isn't for you today, then switch it off and listen to it another day. (laughs) If you're having a completely overwhelmed day, then I would take it, you know, just I think go back to the really, small simple things that you can do and when we're in such a state of overwhelm and our nervous systems are completely frazzled um, and we're feeling such high anxiety then some of the talk of you know self-care practices and um, all of these kind of things i completely understand it's like i'm not in a place to listen to that just take it all back to the simple things that you can do one thing at a time, you know, tuck the to-do list out the window <laughs> and just focus on what you can do right now, just one thing today, and then take it, you know, one thing to the next. Um, in terms of wanting to tuck everything out the window and go, this is impossible to feel calm, my response to that would be twofold. It would be what I've just said, bring it back to the basics and the simple things that you can do right now. But I would also Um, lovingly and gently encourage you if you are feeling that heightened sense of, of, um, yeah, everything is so out of control, now it it really is is the time, even if it makes you feel really challenged to hear this, it's the time to actually um, carve out space to support yourself to feel more calm. So it's similar to if somebody comes to me and says, Katie, I've got no time to meditate. And there's this quote that I love that is, um, if you're really, really, you know, we should meditate 10 t- 10 for 10 minutes every day, unless you're really, really busy, then you should meditate for an hour a day. That's <laughs> something that I just love. Cause I think, you know, I mean, you would sort of listen to that and go, oh, that's just ridiculous. That just doesn't make sense. To me, it makes complete sense because if we are just so anxious, and our nervous systems are completely on high alert, we cannot exist in that space. We can't keep going like that. Um, And I would just want to come in directly with the most simple supportive things of, well, what can you do? What are the things that are going to support you right now in this moment to feel calm? Is it to switch this off? Is it to do this? Is it to let go of this? Is it to reach out for this? Is it to... um, you know, carve out space for, for 10 minutes of this. Um, yeah, so my answer to that is twofold. It's to be very gentle and kind to yourself in this moment as to what you can do. And the other answer to that would be um, I would really, you know, gently but lovingly challenge you to make calm your priority. <laughs> I would, yeah, really um ask you to to put knowing ways to support yourself and to feel and find more calm as a priority for you as well
1: yes and i think anyone listening to your response to that question would feel a bit calmer and feel like it's possible for them too so thank you for that and i have to admit your instagram reels at Katie Jane Wellness underscore, I believe, have their own little snippet of calm. Have you enjoyed making the Instagram reels that you've been making lately?
0: Ah, oh, that's so nice. You know, a mutual friend of ours—I won't mention her name—she said to me in a DM yesterday, "Has Miranda been in your ear about reels?" <laughs> Which I thought was really lovely, um, and I said, "No, she hasn't really, but I think she likes them." But Thank you. Yeah, I have been enjoying making them. I know that you've been encouraging a lot of your clients to do reels. And um, I just thought that I'd give it a go and see how I I felt um, just doing them in my own way. And yeah, I've really enjoyed them. I've had some really beautiful feedback. And I guess that's the thing, isn't it? You being the marketing expert is to show up on social media in a way that is, you know, feels right for us to do. And Um, I'm certainly not someone who can dance around and um, point around at at cameras and do all the dancing and entertaining sort of things as everyone else can do. Um, But, yeah, I think social media is an interesting one and, you know, my relationship with it has not always been easy. Um, I think social media is such a beautiful tool for us to have businesses why would how would we have online businesses if we didn't have social media so it's just amazing um but I also think you know and have a firm belief and passion that learning and knowing ways to show up on social media is just so important um to find our own authenticity and yeah if we feel confident and natural in how we're showing up and doing things, then I think that that's felt by others too. So I'm sure that you would agree with that.
1: Yeah, totally. I think it's great that uh, what I like about your reels is that, you you know, I've done podcast episodes on reels and they're just really great for reach and engagement at the moment on Instagram. And one of the reasons why I like yours is that I like that you're doing them in your own way. So we don't all have to dance and point we don't all have to have our marketing
0: look the same as someone else in fact it's kind of better if we don't really Mm. yeah we need we need differences don't we you know it would be incredibly I think that's the whole you know beauty of being unique you know I think that if we were all the same life would be very boring but I think something that is something that i've just come to acknowledge over time with myself um showing up in ca- on camera i don't think is easy to do i didn't used to find it easy to do at all um and i think it's just taken practice to do that so um if anyone's listening in and has a business and you know has that um that fear of showing up on camera i really understand that because i used to be that person as well and i still am some days if i if I um, have, you know, too many days that go past or if I let it go for weeks and I haven't shown up on camera, then I can feel that same sort of doubt that creeps in of, oh, this is really strange, just photog- photographing myself on, on my iPhone and showing up in this way. And it, I have to sort of take those steps of courage all over again. So I think consistency is a really good thing. Um, but the also the thing that I've found for myself with reels and just showing up on video, I guess, is that something that's been very important for me is that I just want to be myself and for there to be no surprises when someone meets me in real life over Zoom. I want someone to see me on Instagram and see me as a therapist, coach, um, you know, wellness practitioner, this is the person I'm gonna I'm gonna be working with. This is Katie. And when they meet me over Zoom, I don't want there to be any surprises. I want them to have seen me and to see me over Zoom and go, oh yes, this feels like I've just gone from one place to the next and it's been a natural flow on. So I guess this for me um weaves into why I don't use filters <laughs> and I just you know, even on days that I know that I don't look my best, or um, I might not, you know, take as much time to, um, I don't wear makeup, so, or take as much time to do my hair or to look good or anything like that. I like to, to really just, you know, I guess, be comfortable in my own skin and to show up in that way so that I can be truly authentic for people that I meet
1: yes it's yeah it's so important to do that and for people to see you for you because yeah i say the same thing it's like who's going to be on the zoom calls no one else not that instagram
0: filter person Yeah. yeah and it's been it's actually been really beautiful feedback and i feel this from your from what you post too i mean there's always no surprise i mean i've known you for two years now but over two years now actually i think it is but um you know there's never been surprises and I think I think that's just really important and I've had some really beautiful feedback which feels important to me that oh Katie there's no surprises when I met you and I I think that that's something to hold on to for myself in terms of you know how I want to show up in my own way
1: <laughs> yeah and I think um you know I definitely struggled with doing the videos and selfies I never did them at all really um for various reasons but I think it's like as much as we often look to say scrolling through Instagram as a bit of escapism I almost sometimes feel like I'm on a bit of a mission to put more normal faces on Instagram or normal bodies or normal people on Instagram because like why wouldn't we we've got this platform that Mm. we can post anything we want why wouldn't we you know post ourselves really
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I completely agree. I just, I find it fascinating. I don't even really go into all the different filters that you can find on Instagram, but it's just in, it's just amazes me that there are so many different distortions that we can do to our physical appearance. So, um, and I think there's still, there are also um, a lot of people who are showing, who are showing up online, who are talking about body image, but still using filters when they talk about body image. So it's really, it's very interesting to me, but I don't know, I, I guess that's something that I f- find really fascinating is to know how, well, this is how social media is now. How is it going to be in five years' time? How is it going to be in 10 years' time? And I think about um, friends of mine like you, Miranda, with kids and what's it going to be like for your children, you know, and um, think about, well, how do we want to be setting a good example, you know, in how, how we want our... How, how you want your children to show up, you know, on, on camera as well. You know, do we want to be using filters and distorting ourselves or do we want to show more realness? And, um, yeah, just love each other and ourselves just as we are. <laughs>
1: okay. And I have one last question, and that is so, you know, we often think with a, someone like yourself who is a meditation teacher and you're a nutritionist and you're out there eating your organic food, what do you do to have fun what brings you joy like how do you have fun every day
0: Mm. well I find the fun in all the simple things and I think it's um in big things too but right now I think joy and fun um I'd probably say fun is joy um is in all the simple things so you know today we're in lockdown um I've got, I know a lot of people who are in quarantining right now. Um, the sun's come out. I've, that really lights me up. The simple things of just the sun coming out behind the clouds and the light coming in through the window, that makes me happy. Um, spending time with my beautiful dog, um, connecting with, with friends and family. Um, yeah, cooking beautiful food, making sure I laugh at something every day. Yeah. Um, Yeah. All the simple things, Mm. gratitude. um, I know it's a term that's tossed around, you know, gratitude and great, but it really helps. And it does bring a lot of joy to things as well. Um, You know, especially through uncertain times. And even if things do feel really hard, um, yeah, just things that we can be grateful for. And Yeah, joy is in all the simple things. It can be in all the big things as well, but I think especially in these current times that we're in and for me it's in simple pleasures, it's in, yeah, making sure that I'm lighting myself up and nurturing and nourishing myself in all the delightful things that I can and focusing optimistically on what is available to me and choosing that.
1: (laughs) Well, I think that you've brought a lot of joy with what you've shared today. Thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. Where Can you let everyone know where they can, like, get in touch with you, find you, maybe buy a copy of your book, Calm? Like, what are your details?
0: Yeah, sure. So my website is katiejanewellness.com, and you can find me on Instagram at katiejanewellness underscore. And... Where else can you find me? I think that's it. <laughs> have I missed it? I do have a podcast of wellbeing and I have loved creating that podcast. And it's it's just on pause at the moment because I'm transitioning and starting a new podcast, which is called The Space for Calm. And I'm hoping to launch that in a couple of weeks time. And yeah, but at the moment, you can still listen to a wellbeing. Um, and there are a lot of episodes there that, do talk about calm through change and transition and lots of supportive things there as well. So that's where to find me. And I've loved being here today. I'm just so, you know, I'm grateful for you having me on as a guest and and sharing. And yeah, thank you so much.
1: Holy dooly. How about that? That was an epic interview. And I know that I will be adding some more calm into my daily life as well. And I'd love to know about you. What are you going to do as a result of listening to this episode? Are you going to maybe make some time to meditate or just not rush around like a chicken with its head cut off? I would love to know. Hit me up on the socials, on Instagram, at Miranda Ivy Media, or, you know, let me know via email if that's something that you do. Hello at MirandaIvy.com. I want to wish you an absolutely fabulous day, week, month, life, year. I will see you next week. Hey there. I so hope you enjoyed this episode of Real Fabulous Marketing. I made it with you in mind. I was thinking about you while I recorded it. So I'd love to know what you thought of it. Come on over, find me on Instagram and send me a message. I'm at Miranda Ivy Media. And if you'd love for some practical and also quite easy ways to show up as the fabulous expert that you are, then sign up to my free seven day expert visibility challenge. You just need to head on over to MirandaIvy.com forward slash expert And then I'm going to send you a whole bunch of daily prompts to start sharing your fabulous self with the world. Until next time, stay fabulous.